0: Aristotle once said, in
1: every act of doing, we are becoming. Every day, all of us make choices that shape and form us into the people that we are and the people that we are becoming. I'm your producer, Michael Moffat, and I want to welcome you to The Arite Way, a podcast dedicated to helping you become excellent in all that you do. Our hosts today are Walter and Stacey Nussbaum. Uh,
0: today, Stacy, we're going to be talking about social styles. This is a model that you and I have, gosh, we have been uh, involved in this model now for 10 years. 10 plus years. Yeah. Yeah, And it's really made an impact. Can you remember the first time that you got exposed to this model, kind of what you thought when you first really came across it?
1: Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure you taught it to me on a, on a napkin, on an airplane. And uh, that's how simple it is. And uh, I remember thinking, wow, this is fascinating. Truly, I think it's a life-changing model if you take it seriously. Um, we tell everyone that we know about it. We tell our children. Obviously, we teach it in the workplace. And uh, we use it probably every day, right? Every day. And almost every time we go somewhere, we, we joke with, what do you think he was? Oh, yeah, he's a driver. No, he was an analytical. and So it's really become kind of a, a way of life and how we frame people and relationships and, and ourselves. And it's, yeah. it's been a real light bulb.
0: Yeah, I think one of the... F- uh, earliest experiences for me is it, uh, it allowed me to not take things as personal yeah. as maybe I used to. You don't to. take
1: things personal. <laughs> well, I didn't. It I allowed me to not to take things yeah.
0: personal. <laughs> when you realize that it, it's just a person's style and they're not really doing anything yeah. purposely yeah. to frustrate you or upset you or whatever, it, it, it makes you realize it's just their style. Yeah. And so, you know, Socrates was known for a very famous quote, right? What are his famous two words? Mm-hmm.
1: Know thyself. Know thyself. And Easier that, said than done. It is
0: easier said than done. But when you can take the time to really be Mm self-aware and to know who you are, man, that really is the beginning of real growth and personal development. So when you think of somebody who has a high level of self-awareness, what what does that mean? What does that mean to you?
1: Uh, I think that they understand how it is that they come across to other people. Um, you could correlate that to emotional intelligence, which we love the book, Daniel Goleman's book about emotional intelligence. It talks about this, these four pillars and know thyself as one of them. Mm -hmm. And essentially, um, you know, he defines emotional intelligence as the ability to, um, understand what you're feeling, control what you're feeling and be able to express what you're feeling. Um, and it also corresponds to being able to do that in, in your interpersonal relationships, being able to. Um, treat them judiciously and empathetically meaning that you can can understand others emotions as well as yourself and and really controlling it i think is key
0: absolutely the ability to know how you come across to other people how important is that Mm
1: -hmm. It's pretty important (laughs) and i think that you know we could all say that it's an area of growth um some are more self-aware than others and we certainly all experience that you know in our daily lives and um I think that it requires, you know, a real um, introspection about yeah. yourself. And it requires being open to people sharing with you how, how you actually do come across. Right. Yeah. And that's a real scary thing. How for tough is
0: it for you to see somebody that you know has a low level of self-awareness and has yeah. a behavior that's getting in their way and you're watching it? How hard is that to watch somebody?
1: It's painful. It's annoying. It's, it's hard to be around that person. Yeah. Um, I think the real challenge is finding the courage to tell them yeah. and I think that many of us don't uh, right. find the courage to do that. Um, but, uh, how beneficial would it be if we all were willing to do that in love? Of course. Yes.
0: Well, that is the, that is the best way to know yourself mm-hmm. is to allow others mm-hmm. to tell you what they see.
1: You know, this is something you're really gifted at. I believe that you're, you've really shown me kind of an example of how to do that you have kind of this uncanny way about being able to be uh, radically candid, mm. you know, in a way that people are able to receive it. How, how do you do mm. that so effectively? I think that's a really tough skill and a tough balance to find, being radically honest but doing it in a way that, that shows that you care.
0: Yeah, well, I, I appreciate you saying that, for one. I think that, uh, you know, my approach when I talk to somebody is I really do try to put myself in their shoes and ask myself, how would I want somebody to say that to me? And I almost always start off by acknowledging that I'm a work in progress and that there's things that I'm working on with me. And I might even share examples of feedback people have given me. And then I'll usually, if it's a really tough one, I'll ask them permission. Mm-hmm. I'll say, you know, I don't know if you're open to this or not, but I'd love to give you some feedback. If you're not comfortable with that, no big deal. But, and usually, uh, people always say, absolutely, you know, mm-hmm. what, you know mm-hmm. give me some feedback. And with that permission, now, it gives me the freedom to say it honestly, but to really encourage them with it, mm-hmm. right? And I try to lift them up. I want them to feel like this isn't criticism, this is construction, right? Mm-hmm. It's something that helps them to build themselves. And it's really allowed me. And, and honestly, it's, if, it hasn't been do, if it hadn't have been done for me mm-hmm. so many times, I wouldn't realize the real importance of it.
1: Yeah, you've had a few occasions where people have been radically honest with you about some things and tell us about that experience
0: um look I'll give you one that was uh that was really important to me Uh, when I was younger I used to end every conversation with this ridiculous phrase and it was a way that I would transition out of a conversation and you know what this is because I you've heard me tell this story before (laughs) I would end every conversation with hey I'll give you a call And I would shake their hand. Hey, I'll give you a call. Hey, I'll give you a call. And I would tell everybody that. And it would be my way of moving on to another conversation. And I remember when I was in grad school, I was leaving class one day. And one of my buddies, his name was Mark, uh, we were walking out of class. And I told him that a bunch of us were going country dancing that night and that he should go with us. And he said, well, where are y'all going? And I said, well, I, I think we're going to a place back then called Country 2000. I said, I think we're going to Country 2000. But hey, I'll give you a call. And I never called him. And a bunch of us went out that night, had a great time. And the next day, Mark was leaving class with one of the guys that went dancing with us that night. And the guy was just telling him that, hey, you ought to go dancing with us sometime. And Mark asked him, Hey, was Walter in that was Walter with you all last night? And he goes, Yeah, Walt was there. And Mark goes home. This is back when they had this thing called a landline. And he <laughs> left me a message on this thing called a Answering what Machine. And he leaves me this message and I still remember it. And and essentially this is what he said to me. He said, Walter. This is Mark. I just want you to know, I don't think you're a man of your word. I don't think you're a man of integrity. I can't tell you how many times you've said I'll give you a call and you don't. And I don't have any desire of being friends with somebody that treats their friends that way. And then he, and I don't even think he intended to end it this way. He said, "If you want to talk about it?"
1: <laughs> oh, I bet he intended it. Yeah, maybe so.
0: <laughs> he said, "Give me a call." And man, I remember in that moment I had a choice. I could have been angry. I could have been so you weren't angry. I wasn't angry. I was embarrassed because I knew what he he said was was true. He was right. And I called him and I told him he was right. And he was really honest with me on the phone. And it was hard to hear. And do you know that ever since then, (laughs) I can think of very few times I've ever said to somebody, I'll give you a call without calling them. And had he not offered that to me, uh, I would never have changed that behavior. And the reason it was important to me is because my, my integrity matters to me. It matters to me that I do what I say I'm going to do. And I'm far from perfect at it, but I strive to be better at it. And that's the gift of feedback, right? Wouldn't mm-hmm. you agree that feedback really is a gift?
1: Oh, yeah, you appreciate it. Even though it's hard to hear, you know, if you've got food in your teeth, you want somebody to have the courage to say, hey, Stacy, you have food in your teeth, yeah. right? You appreciate it. Otherwise, you don't really know. You can't do anything to change it, you know. And it's hard, but I think it's it's so valuable.
0: I think people would say that about you know, if you have bad breath, you want your friend to say, "Hey, listen, you might want to get a piece of gum." I don't know what's going on. You got bad breath. (laughs) You want that? Yeah. If you still got a tag on a blouse that you just bought and you forgot to rip the tag off, you want somebody to say it. Been walking around all day like that. Yeah, it makes you feel
1: kind of foolish. Yeah, I've done that.
0: I've had that medium sticker on my pants that I bought on the back of my leg that I didn't know, and all of a sudden, end of the day, there it is. And how many people probably saw it and then yeah. no one ever said, hey, you still got your medium sticker on there. Yeah. And, and yet we want that. And so uh, how much more when it comes to our personalities mm-hmm. and how we're dealing with mm-hmm. people? Because look, let's just you know, be frank about it. There are a lot of behaviors out there that can be really irritating and problematic for people. Mm-hmm. There's the person who talks too much, mm-hmm. right? They never shut up. Mm-hmm. They don't, and they're not even aware of it. They think they're just perfectly friendly but they never make right. create enough room for two people in the conversation.
1: But instead of telling them, telling them that, you end up avoiding them the next time you see them. That's right. Yeah.
0: You see them in the Kroger aisle, and you go down to the other aisle because you don't want to have right. to talk to them because you're not really in the mood. Right? Right. And so that's a problem. right? They've got to be aware of mm-hmm. that. Maybe it's the person that never talks, mm-hmm. that going to lunch with them is the longest hour <laughs> of your life.
1: Because you're just drawing the questions <laughs> yes. out one by one, and yes. that's real work and yeah. they just
0: don't really take an interest. Mm-hmm. You know, there's the person mm-hmm. who all they ever do is talk about themselves. There's the person that all they ever do is talk about negative things and how overwhelmed they are. That's what dominates their energy. Mm-hmm. Right? And we could go we could list dozens of behaviors. So uh,
1: so take it a step further. You're talking about how Socrates said, you know, know thyself is critical. But if you can know yourself all day long, but what do you have to do about it? Yeah,
0: now you have to change thyself.
1: Right, so control thyself is the next one. So you have to be able to do something to modify that bad behavior or that bad habit that comes across to people. That's right.
0: Now, what if you're the type of person that says, hey, I just like the person that I am. I'm not not interested at all in changing myself. Mm
1: -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, we know a handful of people like that, right? We both do. But I think that it's to their own detriment because you can only be as effective as you are able to interact with other people. Right? Yeah. And so if you can't get along and have good relational skills, then you can only go so far. So That's really right. it's to that person's unfortunate detriment.
0: Yeah, no doubt about it. It's got to be, you know, personal development. I think we would all agree with this. It requires humility mm-hmm. because you got to be able to hear feedback. It takes courage. you got to be willing now to do the hard thing to improve. Mm-hmm. And it takes a real, you said this in the last podcast, it comes from a core belief. Mm-hmm. And your core belief has to be that I want to be the kind of person that's that's seeking growth. Right. And if you have those three things, everybody can grow. And so social styles is this great tool, not the only tool. You've got mm-hmm. Myers Briggs, mm-hmm. you've got Disk, you've got the Enneagram, mm-hmm. you've got all these other programs out there that all in their own way make a great contribution to the field of knowing thyself. That's true. We just love social styles because it's so simple. The words are basically what they say they are. Right. And it's easy, by, easy to
1: remember. Easy, easy to remember.
0: Mm-hmm. And it's, it's easy to teach. You can teach on mm-hmm. a napkin in five minutes. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. you and I, we've had to do it for eight hours right. in a classroom with lots of people. And that's a lot of fun because mm-hmm. you get to take a deep dive into mm-hmm. all of these. So for those who are you know, watching this on YouTube, we're going to put a link at the bottom. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we can't build the model uh, talking about it right here, but there will be a link at the bottom with the model that they can just download for free and they can print it off and kind mm-hmm. of decide for themselves, you know, hey, what am I? Mm-hmm. You know, what are the people around me? Or even better, have others mm-hmm. t- tell you what they think you are because they're probably seeing you a lot more accurately than, than you Yeah, are.
1: which in our opinion is much more effective for you to have five, six, ten people, not your family members, right. uh, but people that really know you and can evaluate honestly, have them do it. And you can do it yourself as well, but it's not going to be as accurate if you do it yourself. Because even me, I got mine wrong. You even assessed me wrong. And and we do this for a living. So it's really difficult to self-assess, even if you're really self-aware.
0: Yeah, it is, particularly if you're family, because you're usually seeing a lot more layers in family. So it's harder to identify what their core style Mm -hmm. is because you're seeing that person really completely bare, Bare bones. Yeah, Yeah, bare bones. So, uh, so let's walk through this model. You know, we're going to go through the four styles. And as we do this, hopefully the listeners and the, and the people who are watching this right now are going to evaluate these four styles and ask themselves, huh, mm-hmm. what is my mm-hmm. style? Which of these four am I? What's my primary? What's my secondary? And look, whether they're in sales, mm-hmm. whether they're married, they're in a relationship, whether they are mm-hmm. in a work team, this model will absolutely help them mm-hmm. to understand themselves and others a mm-hmm. lot more effectively. So, so let's start off with the, the analytical, right? This is a wonderful style. The analytical is such a unique style. Mm-hmm. Talk about some of the strengths that the analytical brings to the table.
1: Uh, the analytical is highly conscientious. Um, they're very loyal. They pay attention to detail. Mm. They're very thorough. They like things to be accurate. Um, I would say that the analytical is kind of an internal processor. Really kind of takes things to heart. Um, I think uh, is typically a good listener. Um, uh, gosh, what else? I think that the analytical um, really thrives on uh, time alone and just re-energizing. Absolutely. That way.: Yeah. Um, I think you know some of the weaknesses of the analytical are is that they want time alone, so they can tend to be avoidant of people during tough times or um during times of you know emotional struggle they tend to go inward which i think can be good and bad um i think the analyticals can be critical which Mm. is good and bad you Mm -hmm. know so there's there's always that positive side to every style and the negative um but on the negative side just analyticals can tend to see all the things that might go wrong instead of focusing all the things that could go right yeah
0: yeah needing that Mm -hmm. needing that balance Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. I've always loved about the analytical that the analytical has an ability to enhance everything because they always see what still needs to be done. They know how to improve things. They have an eye for detail. That's really a gift, Mm -hmm. and it's a beautiful thing to see and to watch. But like you said, they have to have the balance, though, to be Mm -hmm. able to give some encouragement. Mm -hmm. Analyticals are not natural encouragers. Mm -hmm. They have to discipline themselves to actually be encouraging, to be positive. Uh, A good example would be, right, you are an analytical, and you're also highly versatile, which is really one of the great features about you, but you are an analytical style. I'm an expressive style, which we're going to talk about in a minute. The expressive thrives on recognition and validation and...
1: yeah, which the analytical doesn't always offer. Which the analytical doesn't always offer. doesn't mean they don't offer. think it. They just don't always say it. Yes. It,
0: it doesn't go from their brain yes, to their mouth. exactly. So a good example was in the not you know, too distant past, you ran some errands. You were going to be gone for an hour, an hour and a half. And you had been just harping on me that, man, we need to really declutter our garage. It's just so full. We can't even get one car in our two-car garage. And, uh, and I would always say, okay, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. You know, but that's not fun. And that's what expressives want to do. They want to do fun things.
1: So you're going to devote like an hour, which is great. Yeah. But that's about your time window. Like, I'm going to do this for an hour. I'm going to do it for an hour. That's what I an told myself. It's an enjoyable myself. activity.
0: I'm going yeah. to spend an hour yeah. and I'm going to create enough room. I had an objective to get one car in. And so basically, I'm just moving stuff out of the way.
1: <laughs> so you just moved everything over <laughs> to my side.
0: Right. Yeah, I'm just shoving all the stuff aside. And it took me an hour. And I'm so excited because I knew that when you got home and that garage door opened,
1: You're gonna you would see, gonna see your car.
0: You would yeah. see. No, you would have space for your car. Oh, yeah, because I'm not selfish. I wasn't going to move my car in there. <laughs> I was going to let you pull your car in, and I couldn't wait. So I'm waiting in the garage. As soon as I heard the garage door open, I run outside to the garage, mm-hmm, waiting with your for you big to see grin it. And my big so grin. So happy, yeah. <laughs> and what happened, right? Tell everybody what happened.
1: I'm pretty sure it said something uh along the, the likes of, Oh, thanks, sweetie. But what about all that crap right there?
0: <laughs> right. Quote, what about all that crap over there? Yeah,
1: yeah. I admit it. That's that's what I said. So look, this and, is and then you felt completely deflated.
0: I did because I just invested an hour of doing yeah. something I really had no desire. And I didn't doing. mean to
1: deflate you. I appreciated it, but I was focusing on yeah. what didn't get done, which is again the analytical tendency. Right. So
0: yeah. look, this is this is what this is yeah. about. You know, when you're in the workplace, you got to realize analyticals have that eye to want to always see things improve, yeah. but they can come across sometimes critical. And and if you're that analytical type, you've got to yeah. learn to be much more proactive with encouragement, being positive. And you don't always have to balance it out with some, some level of constructive yeah. feedback or criticism.
1: It needs to be at least um, <clears throat> weighted five things that are encouraging and maybe one thing that is a criticism, but not the opposite. Which is
0: not a really bad ratio. Yeah. yeah, especially <laughs> if you're married to an expressive.
1: Or just leave the criticism out <laughs> until later. Yeah. yeah. Look, So
0: that's the analytical, right? Great style. Yeah. Own it if that's who you are. Remember, the goal is not to be a different style, but to be versatile. Be able to shift the gears from one style to the mm-hmm. other as needed. That's and making
1: decisions can be a real challenge for the analytical. They, they take so long because they want to make sure that they don't miss anything and they don't make the wrong decision. And so yeah. they don't make a decision, which I'm notorious for, just taking days, weeks, months Ruminating. to make a decision about something that right. you would make a decision and say, absolutely, let's get that.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so, it, yeah. And to me, it doesn't have to be the best decision, the right decision. It just has to be a decision. And just to move the ball, Uh, a good example would be, you know, I was so excited this past Christmas. I bought you a (laughs) present and I got you this really nice backpack and I couldn't wait. And I found this color scheme that I thought was awesome. It was Christmas morning. What's that? It
1: was an awesome, backpack.
0: awesome backpack. And, you know, you opened the box and you saw it and you were excited. You're like, Oh my gosh, this is a great backpack. But upon further inspection, as you look at the kind of the color scheme, what did you begin to think, and what did you finally say to me?
1: I thought the hardware, I'm just not sure about the glossiness of it. I think I need to look at other options.
0: <laughs> a little too <laughs> blingy from the expressive.
1: So for me, it was a little too shiny, so I began looking that afternoon for some alternatives. And- yeah, and you came back to
0: yeah. me and said, hey, what do you think about maybe us going back and maybe exchanging it for a different... And what I say? Absolutely. Yeah, I just want you to be happy. So the next day, we went to the store. And the sales associate was there to help you decide which one is the best. Mm-hmm. And he tells you about this limited edition one. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, baby, that, that's a great one. Yeah. And there I go again, right? Let's do that one because I want to get in.
1: Just get it and let's go. Let's go. So we can go to yeah. dinner. Yeah. We were there for yeah. almost
0: an hour. And no, finally. No, we weren't there for an hour. Okay. The exaggeration. I know. That's what expressives do. <laughs> and you ended up Maybe picking the minutes. one that the sales associate yeah. and that I kind of were Pressuring you a little bit to make yeah
1: it was the best option for what they had in the store at that time the day after Christmas yeah or whatever
0: it was yeah. so you get it we get in the car and I mean literally we weren't even in the car a minute and I look at you and I could just tell and I said honey what what's wrong are you not happy with the backpack and and what did you say
1: <laughs> I'm not sure if it's the right one <laughs> exactly oh we were on our way to the airport to go to to South Carolina to that's go right. to um Palmetto Bluff that's right we were yeah. heading
0: that's right yeah. And so I said, hey, they've got one of those stores in the airport. Let's just go look, and maybe we'll exchange it again. And you're like, really? I was like, yeah. So we get there. They didn't have what you wanted. And so we ended up, when we got back from the trip, exchanging it. Went
1: to the store again and had to show my face yeah. embarrassingly. And, yeah. and now
0: you have but the But it was right perfect. Line.
1: They had a new model that they hadn't had before, and yeah. it was the perfect one with the right hardware and the right leather. And
0: That's it. Welcome to the world of the analytical right there. So that's the analytical. Then you've got the expressive, which is my style. The expressive is fun, Mm -hmm. outgoing, big picture, high energy, right?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. doesn't require any sleep.
0: They do not require much sleep. Very you know, little. We wake up in the morning with a buzz. And I don't mean from drinking. I mean we just Walter wake up wakes with up every
1: air. day at five thirty and I ask him how he's doing. He says, Great. Yeah. Amazing. He says that every <laughs> single morning. Yeah.
0: I do because I But it's am. real.
1: It's the real deal. He's not faking it. He really feels that way. It's amazing. Yeah. I'm excited
0: yeah. about the new day. I'm excited about what's ahead. So expressives are great, but obviously what are some of the downsides that expressives yeah. have to be aware of? Since you live with one, yeah. what are some of the downsides that you would say? This is something that they need to really be kind of really fully aware of. Mm.
1: I think expressives can be so optimistic that sometimes they are not quite realistic enough. Mm. Um, I think that um, expressives have difficulty with pain and just going to the place of talking about painful things is something that is avoided just because it's not fun, it's uncomfortable. And so I think they will do just about anything they can to delay that. Yeah, if you will, yeah. and so um, I think vulnerability because of that is a challenge for expressives because they right. want to just have fun, and they want to enjoy life, and they want everything to be a positive experience, which is awesome. Um, I really admire the expressive quality, but yeah, you know, at, a, at a cost sometimes.
0: That is some feedback that I've received from people, you and some others, who have said to me, you know, it just seems like you're always doing amazing. <laughs> You know, you, you, Which is kind of true. Like, if they didn't know better, it's like you're always great. They There's think never it's never real. But it's yeah. not true. You know yeah. my problems. You know, I've, yeah. I've talked to, with you about some of my problems, and you've helped me yeah. to talk more about them. For me to get out of the optimistic, positive mindset has been a real challenge mm-hmm. because that's how I've always survived. Mm-hmm. But it's not a healthy way because you got to deal with stuff. I can't always crack a joke and get out of pain. And so, Again, remember, the goal is not changing your style. It's being more versatile so that you can now shift gears when you need. Mm -hmm. And there's times I need to become more self-reflective and enter Mm -hmm. into under the surface Mm -hmm. the meaning behind the meaning of something, right? So expressives are great because they are high energy. They're going to champion Mm -hmm. causes. And people love to
1: be around the expressive. I mean, you guys bring light to every situation and fun right and you know everything is about just enjoying life and having fun i mean i can't i can think of countless times that you've said to me at like 11 p.m hey sweetie do you want to go to walmart yeah just kind of shop around right or do you want to go to cvs and just shop around just to
0: get out of the house and
1: and what do i typically say
0: heck no yeah no
1: i don't want to do that but you but you want to do it just because you want to just experience some fun experience right and spontaneity yeah to
0: me when i when we go on a trip to me the trip begins right when we pull out of the driveway. It's the experience yeah. of let's stop at every Starbucks along the way. <laughs> let's experience a latte, you know, every every two hours. Because to me, yeah. the experience starts right away. Not it's yeah. not when I get there. Yeah. It's on the road. So if it
1: takes twenty hours to get to Destin, it's okay. Because we're gonna stop <laughs> at right. every Starbucks in every town.
0: Yeah, boy, <laughs> our kids are chafing at that. Why we stopped I think seven times between here and Florida. So, you know, the other side that expressives have to be aware of is you know, they can get distracted quickly. They, they, they don't sit still for very long. I've had to really discipline myself to be able to sit still to read for long periods of time. Yeah. That took a lot of work and effort, but now I can do it pretty good. But the expressive naturally is restless and they're not great with details and things slip by. So they've got to have a good system that holds them, yeah. um, well, keeps them organized, mm-hmm. right? So that's the analytical, that's the expressive. We've got two more. We've got the driver, Right. And I love the word driver. Some programs have changed the word to driving. Yeah. And whenever drivers hear that, they go, no, 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 no. I like driver. They like that word a whole lot better. Talk about the driver style. This is a great style. Talk about the strengths of the driver. Yeah.
1: Yeah. The driver is kind of that typical my way or the highway kind of person. They love to control. They love results. They love action. They're that person on the team that's going to make sure that everything is gets started and gets finished on time um you know they're um, all about um making sure that um they accomplish the task at hand and so nothing's going to stand in the way and that includes people sometimes so Mm. there may be dead bodies along the way and hurt feelings and so forth and that's not their priority because they're they're all about you know the mission which is awesome right that's how organizations thrive right um but it comes with its deficits just like any other because uh, they don't often consider um, people's emotions or people's real right. people's struggle. So they have a hard time with compassion and humility and vulnerability in those areas.
0: Right. Yeah, it's so easy for the task to take precedent over the, over the people. Mm-hmm. And that's the driver's strength. They are productive. They mm-hmm. will get 10 things, 20 things done that day. Mm-hmm. Nothing mm-hmm. will stop them. And it's awesome. I mean, Mm -hmm. it is a whirlwind. They Mm -hmm. can accomplish so much. Mm -hmm. You always want a driver on your team because you Mm -hmm. know they will get it done no Mm -hmm. matter what. The downside is the lack of sensitivity, Mm -hmm. the lack of kind of like the analytical. They don't necessarily go around trying to encourage people and, hey, great job. And that was Mm -hmm. awesome. The only time they'll do that is if you do something truly extraordinary. Mm -hmm. If you go above and beyond, then they'll do it. But if you do just what you're supposed to do. Right. They're like, why would I want to say...
1: They're not going to give you any kudos. No kudos for doing
0: what you're supposed to do. Yeah. So the driver is great, but they've got to really be aware of that people element. Because when you and I, you know, we know drivers. Mm -hmm, We sure do. And we love them because we see their strengths. sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. (laughs) But the hard part about the driver sometimes is drivers don't take a lot of time to kind of get in your world. Mm -hmm. You know, they don't really try to uh, ask you how you're doing. If there's something serious going on Mm -hmm. in your life. They may ask once, but they don't really spend time either getting under the surface because emotion isn't something that they're comfortable with.
1: Yeah, it can be a little bit harder to connect with a driver. Wouldn't you say that's fair? Yeah.
0: Yeah, no Uh, doubt about it. mm -hmm. Yeah, it is harder to connect. Mm -hmm. It's honestly the part, if you look at, for instance, presidents of the United States, Mm -hmm. you know, drivers that aren't very versatile don't make it to that level of the presidency because you've got to be able to connect with people. Mm -hmm. A driver that does make it is usually highly versatile. Right, because they have the ability to connect with a lot of people.
1: Or they're highly criticized.
0: Or they're highly criticized. Very true. Yeah. You know, you go back to the expressive type for just a minute, right? You think of somebody like, you know, let's lay the controversy aside for just a mm. moment that's going on right now in his world. But you take someone like Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. You know, Joe Biden gets really close to people, you know, he rubs their shoulders. Mm-hmm. If he's being introduced before a presentation, he'll put his arm around their, their neck right? That was just because expressives love close contact.
1: Right. They love to
0: be in people's world and in their space. I know that because that's me. And I yeah. would see that as that's just Joe Biden, the expressive. I right. didn't see it as this creepy right. thing or this thing of, it's just that Joe has always been this guy that's gotten in people's world. Right. Now, right. can that get you in trouble? Well, it sure, sure can. And sure. who knows what the facts are with Joe Biden? It might've gotten him in trouble. But when you look at people like mm-hmm. Joe Biden, like mm-hmm. Bill Clinton, like mm-hmm. Donald Trump, mm-hmm. right? Donald Trump is an expressive, yeah, right. Expressives take criticism very personally, mm-hmm. and when they get angry, what do they do? They lash out. They lash which out, which is what we see Trump
1: do. That's right, all the time yeah. when he they gets criticized. Into, yeah,
0: they attack back. So, um,
1: well, and back to Joe Biden, you know, he has this kind of tendency to be overly affectionate, maybe too close, and maybe he has crossed some true boundaries But nobody maybe has told him. You know, he lacks yeah. self awareness, so he's never done anything about it. Right? I would
0: venture to guess in his career. Hardly anybody probably has ever told that Mm -hmm. to Joe Biden. Mm -hmm. And the reason is because hardly anybody tells anybody that kind of feedback. Mm -hmm. People just don't do it. That's why feedback is a gift, Mm -hmm. right? So if you're going to run for president, by the way, you better have a lot of um, versatility to display expressiveness so that you can connect on an emotional level with a lot of people. Mm -hmm. So if you're a driver, you're going to get it done. You're going to have a plan. You're going to be organized. You're going to be determined to get things done. But you can't do it at the expense of not connecting with human beings.
1: Right. Right.
0: Now we got Absolutely. one more, and this last one, you and I always joke. It's the style that if somebody's going through a lot in life, mm. this is who you want to go to Starbucks with yeah. for two hours.
1: They're so sweet and compassionate. They listen. They're right in it with you. Yeah. You who? Know, so they, who is they it? Get in the trenches with you. The amiable. The
0: amiable. Yeah. Yeah. They are just. Uh, they are just a gentle soul right mm-hmm. when you have sat down with an amiable mm-hmm. when you had a, when you've had a lot going on in your life mm-hmm. what's that like for you when you're sitting and having coffee or lunch with an amiable what are they doing with you whenever you're talking mm-hmm. about what's going on
1: you know i think amiables have this gift to be able to listen with empathy true empathy they're not just listening and waiting for what they're going to say to you next they're really listening and trying to get into what it is that you're going through and they know how to express that in a way that's really authentic. Yeah. Um, so I think that's the beauty of the amiable, is they know how to really be in the moment yeah. with a person when they're, when they're hurting or they're suffering. That's right. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, they just love to take care mm-hmm. of people. They want to make sure that they make people feel good. And so here's the downside of the amiable. The downside is that they're typically okay only when you're okay. Mm-hmm. And so they will spend a lot of their time making sure that feelings around them are okay and positive mm-hmm. and they will do whatever they can to make sure that they're mm-hmm. helping you mm-hmm. to do whatever you want
1: even at the expense of themselves that's and that's it. the real tragedy is that their intent is to to help and to keep peace but oftentimes they will self-sacrifice in order to do that and i think that's a, the real growth action that's right for the amiable is yeah. to, to not do that
0: over time, they can really become this martyr, mm-hmm. right? I do so much, mm-hmm. and I, look mm-hmm. what I've done, and mm-hmm. I spend all my time, and yet who's doing this for me? And they can really yeah. take this almost resentfully because nobody's offering them the same level of yeah. empathy and affirmation. Mm-hmm. And the reason is because most people aren't amiables, mm-hmm. and they want others to treat them the way they're treating others. Right. And, that's, and that's, that's a big burden to put on people.
1: And they can become really resentful. So they may be nice to your face, but in inward they hate you, yeah. right? But they don't, they like the courage to be able to say it, right? So then it's this destructive pattern of doing things that you don't want to do, and this inauthentic, inauthenticity that develops because you're too afraid to say, "I really don't like the way you treat me." Right. And so you, you allow it to continue, and
0: even though they have a responsibility now to give that feedback,
1: yeah, okay?
0: we have you know we have friends that are amiable. that so you just see how sensitive they are, mm-hmm. and that they can. Call, up, call you up on the phone and just begin sharing you know, their, their feelings and how they're hurt because of what somebody said or what somebody did mm-hmm. or, or somebody at work. Mm-hmm. And you just want to say, well, have you talked to them about that yet? Mm-hmm. Have you gone to them mm-hmm. and shared that with them? And amiables will be like,
1: heck really no. Hard. Yeah, they would do anything to avoid that.
0: Anything to avoid yeah. it. They will delay and delay. Mm-hmm. And the reality yeah. is the amiable grows by having the courage to speak mm-hmm. up mm-hmm. and to begin learning to be okay if somebody else isn't okay.
1: Right, or if, the, or if somebody that disagrees with them, they're yeah. still okay with being disagreed with. Even that, I think, produces attention for an amiable that they don't want to face. Yeah,
0: no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. So in terms of applications of social styles, man, in sales, this is big. Mm. If you're somebody out there who is out there selling, you're trying to connect with mm-hmm. your customers, your clients, prospects, being able to identify mm-hmm. what your prospect or, or client or customer style is and being able to mirror back mm-hmm. to them what they need, whether that's an email form, mm-hmm. whether that's through text message, by right, right by right. looking. If you're talking to a driver, don't give them like you know, like we say, three paragraphs of information.
1: Yeah, you, know, you need to give them the bare the bare bones because that's what they're wanting from you, and right. they feel offended that you didn't respect their time. And so I think that you know we all walk away from exchanges when we're dealing with someone that's different with us, than us. And we feel offended sometimes because maybe I didn't send you the exclamation point or the smiley face emoji when really it's not a personal thing, right? Right. Or you're dealing with a driver that wants just the bare bones and you send them three paragraphs about your weekend and your dogs. Well, they don't want to hear about that, right? right. And so trust gets diminished because they don't respect, you know, the way that you're interacting with them. And so then they tend to avoid.
0: I had a friend of mine, Mm -hmm. a mutual friend of ours, that I used to send him these long text messages. Hey, bro, how's it going? What's... And I would do these long texts. And at the end of it, I'd say, you want to grab dinner? And he would simply reply, <laughs> sounds good. Yeah. And I remember being almost like offended. That yeah, like does, am. does
1: he not want to have dinner? Yeah. yeah.
0: Like I invested <laughs> yeah. in this text message yeah. trying to yeah. let him know that I'm thinking about him and, and concerned and, yeah. hey, and all he says is sounds good. And to him, the reason he did that is because he's in the middle of something. He's actually yeah. working. Yeah. Right? And so he's trying to multitask by letting me know, yeah, that sounds good. And here I am right. expecting more from him, which isn't really fair. And right. once I began to understand styles, I began I mean, yeah. to not be as offended, you know, by. by yeah, the, and
1: then once you start marrying that person, like I have a family member that I will send her a long paragraph about all these details and she will send me back, you know, sure or okay, yeah. you know, or two words. Right. And so I've learned to, to mirror that back because it just works better. She right. doesn't want to read my you know, three-paragraph text, which I don't typically send those, but sometimes I will. Yeah, you you're know, pretty detail-oriented. Yeah. There's times that you go into yeah. a lot of detail. But yeah. I think if you can learn to do that, then it becomes less of a burden even for you because you just realize that's just how, that's just how you communicate with that particular person. Yeah, right? no
0: doubt about it. So those are the four styles. Yeah. You know, we have spent a lot of time teaching on these and working on them in ourselves. You've got the analytical You've got the expressive, mm-hmm. you've got the driver, and you've got the amiable. And mm-hmm. you know, no model is a perfect model, but this model, it's about identifying yourself and people. Mm-hmm. And we're all a blend. Mm-hmm. Most, everybody is a blend of, mm-hmm. of a couple of these. But if you can identify your primary style and know thyself, mm-hmm. then you have the ability to control thyself mm-hmm. and ask yourself, how mm-hmm. is my style helping me? And how mm-hmm. is my style potentially getting in hurting my way? Me. How is it hurting right. me? Right. And if you can take that seriously, we really do. We've watched people improve and get better mm-hmm. as they've gotten into this understanding of styles because now all of a sudden they are becoming more versatile as right. leaders, as husbands, as wives, as co-workers. Yeah,
1: it works. And once you know yourself and then you begin to control yourself, then the next step is to know others. And yeah. you can know others by learning the model, learning how to identify right styles right. quickly. It doesn't take long. Wouldn't you agree? It, it only takes a little bit of time to identify styles. Yep. And then um, once you know what another style is or another person's style is, then it's your responsibility to adapt to the knowledge of that. That's right. So my job is to make you more comfortable, right, in your relationship with me.
0: Particularly during important right? times, not all the right. time, because you're going to be yourself. Particularly when it's an important conversation or you know that it's important in that moment, you're going right. to try to adapt yourself. Yeah, that's that's the key. Yeah,
1: sure. So. You, yeah, absolutely. Well, look,
0: if you guys want some more information on this, you know, there's a great book called People Styles at Work by Bolton and Bolton. It's a wonderful book that introduces you to the four social styles that are out there. Again, we're gonna have a link below in the description that's gonna be able to let you download that for free. You can look at the information, even take the self assessment yourself to see kind of where you fall. And I promise you guys, this is a tool that I think will be really, really helpful. For all of you who decide to take it seriously, knowing thyself—what a great, great way to live life—and uh, seeking out feedback from other people. We'll be with you guys again in a couple of weeks. I hope you've been enjoying this. Uh, like we said before, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, give us some reviews on iTunes. You can hit us up on Spotify. We're on the Facebook business page, The Ereté Way, and uh, we're just—we've been enjoying this journey with you guys so far, and we'll see you here in a couple of weeks.